Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Since we're showing off dice, check it out. Look. Oh, snap. I'm trying to fill my fish bowl. My fish died, so I've tried to take my former fish home. Yeah. Oh, look at that, Dennis. Yeah. Nice. Dude, $10. That's or actually, bad. like, $8. Uh, Chessex makes a thing called a pound of dice. It's just a bag. It's a one-pound bag of dice. I asked, mm. I asked for that for Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me no tie. Give me a pound of dice. I want a pound of dice, sucker. <laughs> you got to have priorities. Where am I going to wear a tie? I will use a pound of dice. I ain't got no job. (laughs) And then Andrew Dice Clay comes over for a romantic. The the British pound of dice. I got to get set up here. I don't know how to get comfortable. Mm, so you, off, when you leaned back like that last time, you sounded okay. Try to lean back like Fat Joe. Lube. Yeah, away. Lube. 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 That's all he does is lean back. Well, he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah but I can't, I can't <laughs> see. It was funny. Uh, at the NBA All-Star game, uh, Fat Joe was there, and Master P was playing, and Master P is fatter than Fat Joe now. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that name before. Master P, he's No Limit Soldier. They, they had to make the tank bigger so you can yeah, get in it. Exactly. He went to the No Limit Buffet. <laughs> <laughs> What's I, the name mean, I tweeted something to that effect uh, during the, uh, the celebrity challenge, and it was, it was well-received. Oh, good for you. I like it. Isn't it fun when tweets are well-received? Yeah, yeah. And the tweet was well-received. Well I can't say that, well-received. And the tweet was well received by all. What episode is this one we're doing here? Uh, shadow play. Shadow play. I feel like the season's taking us forever for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because episodes like this. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I well, let's introduce. Well, hey everybody, what's yeah. up? Welcome to the podcast. We are Dork Trek. We watch and review Star Trek episodes. Right now, we're currently re- watching and reviewing uh, season two of Deep Space Nine. My name is Bob. I am one of your hosts. I'm joined by the very lovely and talented Dennis Black and Asian. Say hello, Dennis. Hey, what's up, people? And I'm also joined by the very lovely and talented Ben McCormick, the only person I know to ever get thrown out of a Star Trek uh, cosplay group for being too accurate with his costumes. Hello, Benjamin. No, how are you doing? I, no, I wasn't too accurate. I was just I think I was just too persnickety. Persnickety. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Ben, Did you they shoot you out in an uh, eyeglass case? No, they just they shot not. him. <laughs> it's funny. Jenny didn't realize that those were the photon torpedoes. We were watching a scene from Star Trek II the other day. I'm like, no, that, that's where the eyeglass cases come from. Those aren't just like, we don't have a stock of coffins. Yeah, well, you would think with Kirk that you would have a stockpile of coffins. That would be something that you. So it made sense. Yeah. Well, then in uh, what uh, uh, the undiscovered country, they do the surgery on a photon torpedo, right? To make yes. it look for the gas exhaust. Mm-hmm. So they do it on the eyeglass case. So, yeah. so all those years, I just thought that was a special coffin, but it's really a photon torpedo. Yeah. That's so they just, took, they just they took all the innards out of the photon torpedo and just stuck Spock in there? 
Yeah, all the blowy up parts. That's a very shitty way to send somebody off. I I mean, and, and even a hundred years later with uh, the guy who put his, his brain into data, they mm-hmm. shot him out in high glass caves too. They hadn't developed any new coffin technology. That's, oh. and maybe, maybe that's why I thought it was a coffin because that seems yeah. like that's the run of the mill, you know, all right, just empty out a, a torpedo. <laughs> Well, no, but I mean, that's, that's the thing, though, is that, I mean, think of some, like our burial at sea now in the 21st century goes back, you know, it's tradition. Like Bin Laden? No, they, they just put him threw, on a torpedo? They just threw him in the water, yeah. allegedly. I mean, Trump mm. says it didn't happen, so I believe Trump because he's an honest guy, man. Just like the White House, Obama tapped his stuff. They tapping. They tapping. Tap that. No, no, he didn't mean that. That was just, he meant... What wait, did he wait. say? <laughs> no, he didn't mean that. <laughs> no, so hold on. So all these conversations I've been having with the microwave this week. <laughs> that was the that best. Was, that, that's no point in that because I, I thought I had like a direct line to the Obama, you yeah. know, retirement. It has to be a Samsung microwave. Yeah. God damn it. Sorry, buddy. It's got only the high end stuff. But yeah, this episode is called Shadow Play. And Dennis was just diving right in because he said this episode kind of sucks. See, and I was disappointed uh, when I started watching the episode with Jenny uh, tonight because it was as soon, probably like uh, as soon as they beamed down to the planet, I remembered the episode from the first time I watched it back in the day, back mm-hmm. in the 90s. And it was like back oh, in 1994. Was it February? Was it the week of February 20th, Benjamin? Quite possibly. But uh, I was a little disappointed. It's kind of funny that we're kind of close to the, the same time of the year. But uh, no, it's disappointing because I, I, I wanted it to be a surprise to me again. It's like, oh, man, of all the stuff I forget, I had to remember the spoiler for this one. Mm, spoilers! This is like, where... Like the spoiler that Kira likes that dick? Yeah, well, that's not much of a spoiler. <laughs> I'm talking about this is where... And see, it's another case of Star Trek kind of pushing technology and the future forward because if it wasn't for this episode, we wouldn't have holographic Tupac. So you have to kind of weigh it in that case as well. So think about it like that. There wouldn't be hologram Tupac. There wouldn't be hologram ODB. There wouldn't be all these hologramic holographic rappers if it wasn't for this episode. They're like, man, we could do that with Tupac, son. You didn't know that. Uh, Suge Knight, big Deep Space Nine fan. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, when we take the boner out. To the he caught up thing. in prison. Yeah. They, <laughs> much time, though. So. Yeah, that's all I had in the prison library, which <laughs> DS9 VHS. Did. DS9 season two. <laughs> so he just, he's very Man, familiar. This shit with is fucking awesome. Yo, this shit is dope. So we got to do this with Tupac, son. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yo, we I mean, got I to killed him. So I, I want to bring him back. Yo, we got, I mean, to make, we got to make him a hologram, son. Is there a planet where there's a village of just dead rappers? That would be great. It's like you, you show up Let's and it's like Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> it's like episode four. That would be a that'd be great recall. Like the episode the fourth episode of Star Trek Discovery, it's ODB and Tupac and yeah. like uh But it has to be like um the South Park episode Big Pond. Yeah, calls <laughs> calls back a notorious B. I. G. by saying his name in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Can we call it uh, Planet Yo MTV Raps? Yo MTV Raps today. That's what they'll call it. Uh, yeah. 
And maybe the only real guy there will be Fab Five Freddy, and that would be cool. And I'd be amped on that episode. That episode for me would get a 10 right off the bat. We just got way too black for a lot of our listeners. Yeah. I apologize. We need to call in the USS Grandmaster Flash. We got to dial this back a little bit. We got to dial the, we, it's too black. It's too black, so, too strong, uh, too black. Yes. There was uh, some very strong A, B, and C elements in this episode. <laughs> well, this is the first one in a while that I can think had like a real B story. And a C story. I, yeah. I didn't get the C. I think I missed the C story because I watched it in parts. Yeah. What? Well, I mean, they were all pretty thin. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, the C story, I mean, was definitely filler. Was the I, C story uh, uh, Kira getting some dick? That's, no, that that's the, the B story. Yeah, that's the, the D story. Is, that's the D story. Jake, <laughs> Jake oh. wanting to what he wants to be when he grows up. See, yeah. okay, because that's an interesting part too. Because uh, in the episode, they're talking. Uh, we're just kind of reviewing this thing all over the place. In my head, this is how I picture. Well, to be fair, this is how they told the story too. It's, it's kind of all over the place. In my head, um, when Jake said that he wanted to get a job at Quarks, I pictured Ray Liotta's voice going off, and he said, "As long <laughs> as far back as I can remember, I was wanted to be a gangster." And then it would be like Space Goodfellas, and that would be awesome. So the beginning of the episode starts like Jake and Nog are looking into the trunk of a, <laughs> of a runabout. Yeah, and they're just stabbing stuff. And yeah. as far back as I can remember, I wanted to be a space gangster that would be great right like i would yeah. love that episode like it would be space spider yeah uh <laughs> i don't know that'd be cool though would that be Pro- rom probably rom i could see rom being space spider yeah or they yeah. just bring bring in michael imperioli <laughs> <laughs> i'd watch that too <laughs> he's gotta do something yeah but yeah i'd be really stoked about that because that's all i kept thinking about and in my head i was just trying to make uh jake ray Liotta from goodfellas and that's all i was thinking but he's trying to fit in with the Ferengi, so he wears like the prosthetic ears. <laughs> and the Ferengi, the weird Ferengi hammer suits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a school he, curtain on the back of his head. Yeah. And then he comes, he comes home and his dad tells him, You look like a gangster. Yeah. Yep. I would love that one. That would be a great episode. Cause to see no to see like Quark play like the Robert De Niro kind of aging gangster to Ray Liotta's young uh, Jake gangster. That'd be so awesome. I'd be so amped on that. Nog is totally Joe Pesci too. Yeah. It it works on a lot of levels here. No, Nog would, yeah, Nog would be a young Joe. killed in a uh, garage. Yep. (laughs) Nog would be a young Joe Pesci. Yeah. Yeah, I think Space Goodfellas would have been a real way to go with this one. I mean, can we bring uh, Worf's half-brother back or step-brother back? Sure, bring them all back. Yeah. Because, I mean, isn't he the star of several gang-related uh, movies? Yeah, he's the one making the sauce in jail. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Nikolai Roshenko. Yeah, yeah, Paul Sorvino. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I, turned, I was like, where has Ben going with this? And I was like, oh, yeah. At first, I thought you were talking about uh, Tony Todd. And I was like, what? That doesn't make any fun. <laughs> yeah, Tony Todd. Like, yeah, that's oh, his real brother. brother. Ain't I'm no famous. black gangsters unless, yeah. it's, unless it's Stacks. Except for Samuel Jackson. Who's <laughs> Stacks who got whacked. Yeah. You know, you lose your fucking head and then they shoot him. Yep. Yeah, yeah we're so planning this job, man. It's it's the Cardassian job. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cardassian planes coming in with a whole, a whole lot of gold pressed latinum. Yep. I'm the, I'm the commandant. I'm the day man. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So, yeah, so this episode, see, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's kind of all over the place. Where do you want to start? Did anybody take notes? Anybody take uh, quality notes or is it just kind of like a shh? Shit storm. Nah, I I've got start, the uh, Wikipedia pulled up, but I don't know how good it is. Yeah, well, I guess we, we start off on the uh, runabout uh, with uh, Odo. I guess Odo's—they're on a mission to 
to scan. They or that's right. Well, she's on the mission, and Odo just Odo just tags along. Yeah. He he wants to try to find out more about his parents. That that's become a running thing this year. Is Odo needs to find out more about his parents. Odo's very prudish too in this episode because like they're talking and Dax is Dax and Odo are having like a real conversation about stuff and she's like so. uh why does that lady keep coming into your office? Do you fuck her yet? And Odo, yeah. and Odo was like, why I never. <laughs> like I How thought, d- I thought that Dax was hitting on him there for a second until she yeah. talked about that bullying chick because she's like, Oh, you know, cause she's telling the story about how this Lieutenant likes that Lieutenant, but he thinks that she likes somebody else and blah, blah, blah. And uh, Odo's like, Oh, you know, I could tell if they were in love whatever she's like well you never know because it could be right in front of you and i was like oh shit dax is gonna come jump his bones dax wants that dick she's like look i want you to yeah. turn into this dude for me and then give me that that fucking shapeshifter dick yeah now look here's one of benjamin's uh uniforms <laughs> <laughs> hey can you ship shape your penis to look like benjamin's penis because yeah. his i bet his big black cock is real hot I'm pretty sure that uh, Dax has seen his cock before. Like they probably showered together. Well, I'm sure uh, the, the, the trill has, but I'm sure Dax uh, hasn't. She didn't remember it. it. That's what I'm talking about. Like uh, Curzon, Curzon seen it. So you think so? Dax carries that around. So like when they, so when, so when Curzon and Cisco team that alien bitch, like <laughs> da- Dax be rem- she remembers that. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! No, yeah, you remember all your past lives. All right. Yeah. So we get, all in, get all in the guts. Yeah. Dish, dish, dish. Remember that Eiffel Tower we did on uh, <laughs> Rise of the Green? What? Oh, Dax. So, on you're the best. Old man, those were the best of times. Those were the best of times. I was surprised times. you could still get it up back then. You old geezer. Yeah, Space man. I'd Viagra. Be, I'd be fucking all the bitches. Um, so, yeah. Yep. So that's right. They have that prudy conversation and they go down to investigate this, uh, this village. Cause I guess there's some weird kind of uh, Omicron, Omicron particles. I thought, they, I thought he was a bad guy from the transformers movie. He was, he was, he was. That's why you have to investigate those particles to make sure he's not coming back together. Omicron. <laughs> Oh wait, that was and, Unicron. Never mind. Oh, whatever a Cron. Anytime you throw a Cron at the end of something, it's definitely. Star- I'm sure they were at the height of their toy distribution. There was a Transformer named Omnicron. Omnicron. But no, uh, here's the thing though: is is the Prime Directive out the window on this? I don't really think they mess with the Prime Directive too much on DS9. Because no, they beam down to this primitive planet, even though there's this Omnicron generating gizmo. You know, when they beamed it, they don't know that the people know anything. Yeah, they're just, and she just goes turning it off. Like, yeah, well, they, don't, they don't need this. We'll and stuff, and he's like, yeah, we probably shouldn't be here, bitch. And yeah, they're only like, supposed to be there for like uh, post-warp societies, right? That's yeah. yeah. They're supposed to you, be. You, can only, you can only uh, make contact with people who've already developed faster than light or already know about alien races. Now, do you think this is out the window because it's the... Uh, it's the it's the space through the wormhole there so like the yep. it's not out the window because they are they, they the the prime directive in ds9 is faster and looser than it is on any of the other star trek series because yeah. even jay tries to keep it you know she's she's uh tries her best i mean obviously well they're they're clinging on to their sanity in voyager yeah. <laughs> 
Man, I watched an episode of Voyager the other night. I'd never seen an episode of Voyager, and it was on Heroes and Icons. And I, turned, I was like, man, there's nothing on. I'm going to turn on TV. I was like, ooh, Voyager. Ooh. Golly, I had no idea what was happening. Like, it was just a lot of dumb stuff. Like, just not... A lot of people with face makeup. <laughs> no, this was an episode where, like, I don't know how well you know Voyager. I don't know it at all, but Janway is... I guess the doctor, the computer doctor, which is weird because now the doctor is a hologram, which is kind of weird. He tells Janway that she needs to take some time for herself, that she needs a break. She's been working too hard. So she says, okay. So she naturally goes to the holodeck and she goes to the holodeck and like, she's got this fantasy where she's like a writer and she's married to some fella and they got these kids. And is this the Irish village one? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's like she's wearing like a high neck thing yeah. and she's got like the... I haven't seen this, but I think this is like one of the most hated episodes. Of yeah, and like, and then she just keeps... Well, it sucks because this is the one that I was watching and I was like, man, this is boring as fuck. And she just keeps having these flashbacks to the holodeck. Like they're, drink, they're eating certain kind of little finger sandwiches and she's like, who made those sandwiches? And I'm like, really, bitch? The computer. <laughs> and then she's like, they're drinking tea. And the guy gives her a tea. He's like, where did you find this teacup? And she's like, I don't know. I just had it around somewhere. And I just got bored. So I turned And then he says, you know, something about his mother being named Martha. And she's like, why did you say that name? Martha. Martha. (laughs) Martha. But yeah, I just turned it off. I was like, this is going nowhere fast. So I just got kind of bored with it. This was. This was very heavily on uh, hologram holodeck episodes. I mean. And any per- people, any particular reason? Like, is there a reason well, what why else are you gonna, they're lost in space? <laughs> There's like, we're bored. Let's go fight hologram Nazis. All right, do something, I guess. Borg, holodeck, and time travel. I think is Voyager. Okay, they should have had Barkley on that crew. Well, yeah, he kind of shows up later. Yeah, but you know, uh, but, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler, spoiler. And then but, I'll say this before we get back to the episode. Uh, I was at the Lexington. Uh, toy and comic convention over the weekend and Gates McFadden was there. Oh, really? She, oh. she looked amazing. Yeah. Like, wow. Did like, you follow her on Twitter? N- um, At the Dork Trek account. Does. Maybe Dork Trek, but I don't think I follow her on my personal account. But she looks amazing. Like, she looks better now than she did during uh, TNG. Amazing. She looks amazing. Her line was very short. I didn't know how expensive it was to do anything with her. I didn't really want to. <laughs> to do anything with her? <laughs> I mean, like get a picture or an autograph. I don't know. I didn't really want to do anything. I just wanted to look at her and be like, hey, hey Gates, how much for butt stuff? <laughs> <laughs> hey, how much for around the world? What about a little bit of... Hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. And she what has like the... There's the list behind her. It's and it's like autograph and this Stephen cream Stephen cream and, Steven and Steven. butt stuff and you're Steven. like what eighty dollars shuttle crafting for fifty five dollars hmm. let's go on a mapping mission Gates but no I straight up she looked she looked wonderful I was oh, pleasantly surprised did you see her standing up mm-hmm yeah still got that pancake ass uh, but she, that's but what she I was gonna ask but she looked good though <laughs> she her, she looked really young in her face yo so she how looked, tall is she I yeah, couldn't. I couldn't tell because I was far away. There's no perspective. No. Because, about, like, isn't she about the same height as uh, Patrick Stewart? Who is four is foot tall. Well, yeah, he's a tiny man. Him yeah. and Prince are like the same size. Yeah. They, they used to swap clothes. That's, <laughs> they did. Yeah, you, should see, you should see Picard in those assless chaps, bro. 
No, because I remember uh, when we met uh, LeVar Burton at uh, – Your best friend. You my best oh, friend. my dear Lord. <laughs> As I live and breathe, a Negro. Ooh. But, uh, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was really fun. Um, he went yeah, for it, though. He was a tiny man. Yes. He, he was like shoulder high. I was like, well – Riker was really big, but you kind of can get that from the show because he's like this yeah. big barrel-chested dude. He steps over chairs. Yeah, and uh, uh, Data was still annoying. <laughs> Even without the makeup, Brent Spider's annoying. And he was normal size. Just Gotta just like, dance. Look at me. I'm over here. <laughs> Brent Spiner is the uh, human equivalent of the dancing frog for the WB. Like, that's him all the time. He's just fucking kicking his legs up and fucking singing and dancing and shit. Yeah. And you yeah, ask yourself, I, why is he still on TV? <laughs> he, he seems to Gotta dance. As, as like, I'm, I'm too cool. Yes. You know, he, he's like, pay attention to me, pay to it. Okay. It's like my son when he got his ear pierced, but then he thought that that was going to upset me. And so he uh, made a point to sit with his head turned. So his ear was, you know, the pierced ear was toward me all evening. Like, you know, like trying to do. And finally at the end of the evening, I'm like, oh, you got your ear pierced. Oh my God, dad, don't make a big deal out of it. Come on, dad. Oh <laughs> my God. Why do you have to just, and it's like, I just, okay. What's your problem, and, old and man? I think that's Brent Spiner. He's like, I'm just too cool for this, and all the, you know, all these nerds and everything. Wait, why aren't any of the nerds paying attention to me? <laughs> Pay attention to me, nerds! Look at me! I can dance. Has anybody dance. seen Independence Day? I'm great <laughs> in that. I'm a star, Captain Talker. I am wonderful in that movie. Love me. Did you, yeah. did you ever see reruns of uh, Night Court? I, I'm on there. I'm Bob. It's, you know what? It's weird. I was watching Night Court. I remember one episode of Night Court. It's the episode where they have to get through all those cases before the night's over or everyone, yeah. all the guilty people, or they all go free or something. Yeah. yeah. That's the only episode of Night Court I remember. And John Larroquette wants to get out of there because he wants to bang this hot chick that wants to fly away to like Monaco or some shit. So he's racing to get out of there. It's, it's the only one like... Oh, okay, but the, there was one. Never mind. I'm sorry. It's the only episode of Night Court that I ever remember that I remember ever watching, and I turned it on the other night for the first time in years, and it was that episode. I was like, "That's fucking Recall, man. That's like the Matrix. There's a glitch somewhere, bro. Like I'm living it, man." I was thinking, is that the one where the lady wants to have sex with him in the elevator, and uh, she has like some kind of weird elevator position? Mm. It's gonna make it zero G sex. No, no, this no, I don't remember that one. This is just like the circuit court got backed up, so they got their log for the night, and like they have to get through all the cases. If not, everybody will go free. Um, like I said, John Larroquette's got this chick. She wants to have some hot sex. John Larroquette wants to get out of there. Uh, but it doesn't work out. One of the cases is like a, a prostitution ring of a bunch of old ladies who, you know, it's, it's real, it's real cornball, but I just remember that episode for some reason. And that was the one that I saw. So here's your weird overlap for the evening. Uh, so John Larroquette, obviously uh, Dan Fielding. Yes. Who was uh, also in Star Trek three as one of the Klingons on the uh, Klingon ship. That's that. a very interesting roster of Klingons because you have Christopher Lloyd and right. <laughs> like, yeah. what? But then also there was an episode where uh, one of the cases brought before the court was a uh, had a fight between nerds had broken out and you had the classic Star Trek uniform wearing guy and the next generation 
black guy with a visor. Really? And, and they had you know, had this. There was interesting. a interesting in town, and they had broken out into almost like this gang warfare between you know the original series and Next Generation crews. And at the end of it, you know, he he does you know the judge gives him like fifty dollar fine, time served or something, and the Next Generation guy looks at him and goes. You, you know, your court has no authority over me. I'm a citizen of the Federation. And he taps his chest. He goes, one to beam up. And he transports up. <laughs> so. Interesting. I thought they would have made a gag about Fielding being an alum. They never really touched on that. that can was, he, uh, was he the one who lives? Or yep. Was, oh, okay. Yep. Tell yeah. me how to, how to activate it or I'll kill you. And then he activate, he, they fly. And then he's like, you said you'd kill me. I lied. Yeah, Dan. I, I gotta go back and watch Star Trek Three. I haven't seen it in a while. Lord Krug, and then there was the episode where Lord uh, Krug. <laughs> uh, Michael J. Fox uh, shows up as a troubled teen Lord on Night Krug. Court, and they trade barbs. <laughs> huh. Dan, yeah. I always liked. I always liked John Larroquette. I want to say he was on um, Baba Black Sheep too. He was. He yeah, was he, one of the pilots. He was one of the pilots on Baba Black Sheep. College boys yeah. getting bullets in my planes all the time. Yep. I, I've always liked Dan Larry Kent. Didn't work out for him after Night Court, I guess. I don't know what he's doing now. No, he's been on a lot of shows. He was on, on Law uh, Order. Oh, he was on Law and Order? Well, he I was mean, on not as a main HBO cast. stuff. I don't know. Maybe I was wrong. He was on, uh, he's, uh, what's the thing with uh, uh, Jack Black? Game oh, of Thrones. No, Jack Black. Where Game of the, Thrones. He's the CIA operative guy. Game of Thrones. Jack Black yeah. is a CIA operative. Yeah, I don't think you're thinking no. about the right show here, Benjamin. No, no, he he. Well, he's like a, a doofus, and they recruit him or something. To he's a doofus. <laughs> well, you know, there's a stretch, right? And then John Larroquette is like some senator, and he's like head of the uh, intelligence committee or something. Veep? So. Is that Veep? That's not Veep. No, I think I think you're making this up and casting it as you're going. Yeah, because I don't. And, I've never seen this HBO show and, starring and Jack the Black. In the lady who was in. Uh, in Doctor Who as the master, she she's there and and, and she's like a sex addict, and her and her Ooh, British husband are in the desert. Uh, and, and Game like of Thrones. No, I think it's Game of Thrones. It sounds like I don't know much, but it sounds like Game of Thrones. And there's an episode where Jack Black has to save us. Uh, he's trying to impress the hot chick, and she's a school teacher. So they sneak all the kids into the embassy. Jack Black and, is so that's Tenacious D. I don't know. You're losing me here. It's Curb Your Enthusiasm. The Dick of Destiny? <laughs> no, no, the Dick of, of Pestiny? The what? Dick of Pe- I'd watch the Dick of Pestiny. I don't know. All right. So yeah, so Odo, uh this episode just kind of goes on and on and on. Yeah. Um I guess it's, it's I mean to it, be fair, at first I thought they were kind of rehashing the last episode a little bit. A little. I mean they totally like, were. Oh, nobody can leave this town. We're all a lot of towns. Nobody can leave in this. It's very fun though, because like Odo is talking to the girl, the little girl, Taya, who's super cute. And they're both orphans, but Odo is really old. So he can't be an orphan. He just doesn't have parents. Like once you hit a certain age, it's a great curb your enthusiasm bit. Once you hit a certain age, you're no longer an orphan. You just, your parents are just dead. Like when there was, there was a law and order episode on recently uh, that these two guys were, they thought that they killed their parents like Menendez brother style, Uh but it turns out that somebody had framed them or whatever. But like at the end of the episode, Jack McCoy's like, Oh, well now they're orphans. And like, man, they're like 25 years old. (laughs) Yeah. You're not an orphan. You're not an orphan. Like yeah. that was a that was a great curb bit when uh um what's his name uh, uh Super Dave mm-hmm. Super Dave Osborne was a reoccurring character on that show. Why can't his name escapes me now? It's gonna piss me off. But his his 
father died and he's like i'm an orphan and larry's like you're too old to be an orphan your parents are just dead and that was like a big gag on the show it's good it's good you know, yeah, if my parents really loved me they would have died when i was young so i could become batman yeah like yeah exactly uh, bruce wayne is an orphan you just have dead parents that's all get over it odo and you don't even know if they're dead you just don't know them yeah so you suck but again like she's busting on odo about his face being all weird looking and stuff yeah. And she's a kid. He's I like, know. Bitch, your hair is weird. But again, he <laughs> take is, those pens out of there. They do a, a fine job making Odo look weird because, like, he doesn't have lips, and mm-hmm. like his eyes are weirdly sunken in and kind of off looking, and his and he ears, has, like, the tear cup ears, yeah, or, like, the teacup uh, handle ears. Yeah, it's very strange. Like they do a good, like you don't really think about Odo's face very often. At least I don't. And then I, while they're while she's busting on him, like, man, your face is fucked up. I bet they use you for monster cookies and shit like that. I'm going like, yeah, Odo is kind of weird looking. So I don't know. It made me appreciate the makeup Odo has to wear. Now, have we heard the term changeling before? I mean, I've heard it before in other. No. Well, no, but I mean on DS9 so far because yeah, they she... usually just call him shifter. Yeah, yeah. he's a shapeshifter or shifter. And then she's like, oh, you mean you're a changeling. That's not real. They're just a myth. Yeah, you're just a myth, you fucking idiot. Is that, is that the Gamma Quadrant uh, name for them? That, that I, comes up later, right? Yeah. Okay. And come to find out that she's just a myth because she ain't real. <gasps> she a hologram. And I, I did. I kind of felt bad though because oh, you're not real. Yeah. They did a good job of of making you, you know, like Odo f- starts caring for this kid. Yeah. So it's like, oh, no, don't don't have bad things happen to the little girl. No, don't get too close to the tree. No. And then the B story of this is, I guess. Uh, Quark's cousin got busted trying to sell some shit mm-hmm. or some shit. And so they arrange, I don't know how this happens, but like then somehow Quark arranges for uh, the weird dude. What's his name? The, the Kai. Is he the, is he the Kai yet? Or There's not, no not Kai yet? yet? No. Okay. But he's pushing to be the Kai. He wants to be Kai, right? Well, yeah. Well, I think Vedic, people want him to be Kai. Yeah. But he's not amped on it. Vedic's not amped on being the Kai. Vedic Burrell and then Vedic Wynn are yeah. the two leading. Uh, yeah. She, but, she wants it. Most people want him to be it. Right? Yeah. Vedic comes up and he's all like, I just came to visit the station. And him and uh, him and uh, Kira spend the, the, the episode just getting a fuck on. Now, I mean, he's, he really <laughs> comes across. I mean, am I so right? Wooden. Oh, he's real, like, yeah, he's real creepy. Well, no, but that's the thing is they don't get their fuck on. I mean, he, I, he, I think, I think I he's, they he's do eventually. I think they he smashes it. Episode, though. Oh, no, I think he smashes it. He at least gets domes, bro. Like after I, their weird, uncomfortable kiss session that yeah. they have where they yeah. can't seem to land a proper kiss on each but, other's face. I will say this, though. Watching it, my wife was going like, wow, they kiss weird. And I was like, that's because she wants the dick. Like she is amped on it. And she, he's like, whoa, she's coming She's on trying too. to work the belt. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> she totally won't. I mean, like you can tell by the way – she is kissing him that he's more amped on her. I think uh, uh, Wittick might be a, a homosexual, if you catch my drift. I don't think he's into girls. I think this he's is on a the spectrum. This is a political ploy uh, for him to try to win some voters by having like a normal girlfriend, much like the uh, the Simpsons <laughs> episode with uh, fucking what's his face Troy McClure, where he's Mary yeah. Selma. Yeah, so nobody knows about the goldfish. Yeah, the fish fetish. <laughs> and I, I, I still think that he's into this, and I don't think that – I think she has feelings for him, but I mm-hmm. don't think she knows how to, to interpret that because he's such a, 
an important religious figure. Yeah, like how um, do you how do you fuck the Pope? Like really, I mean, if you had to come down to it, like yeah, like first cowgirl. If you're not a seven year old boy, like how do you go about? <laughs> no, not this Pope. Not this Pope. Man. <laughs> Look at Ben. You're not Catholic. What do you care? Uh, yeah, but it's Lent. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But what I'm saying is, how do you have? How do you give up something? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I gave up buggery. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you bang? Uh, like I guess the Dalai Lama would be a better. Yeah. I guess. Like, how do you have? How do you seduce that kind of deity? Yeah. But I mean, I think just hard kissing him and be like, fuck the shit out of me would kind of do it, right? Like just yeah. grab him by the old schlazol and be like, hey, put this in here and then point to your nether regions. <laughs> what do you want me to fucking spell it out for you, chief? <laughs> Help me find Nirvana, Dolly. Yeah. Just give it to me. I'll put it in myself. <laughs> <laughs> just give it to me. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, she tries, she tries, she wants it. He wants it. They're just really awkward about it. You couldn't find, some people have chemistry on screen. These two people, not so much. No, yeah, no. Although he did uh, portray blue balls pretty well when she ran out on him. Hang on, I got to go. And he's like, oh my, come on, baby. Just jerk me off a little bit. No, but I figured out the B story plot. I have to leave now. Put your exactly. mouth on it. I mean, just come on, something. My my ding yeah. ding is real hurting. And cork ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, come on, man. He gonna be he gonna be at that bar. You ain't gotta run out like that. Come on, my ding ding's hurting. <laughs> this will take thirty seconds. Come on, baby, just just put your mouth on it a little bit. Do you know how long it's been for me? I can't just, masturbate. Just look at my really direction good. strongly. Come on, just fucking give me a little tug. Just over the top of the robes. <laughs> over the top. <laughs> over the top of the ropes. <laughs> you know, you have to go under the ropes, baby. Yeah, come on, baby. Stop being a cocky. Just rub your weird vest on my, my ding ding. <laughs> Use the ridges on your nose. Just kind of, just kind of ridges. That sounds so ridiculous. Over the top of the ropes. <laughs> just over the top of the ropes, baby. Because it's a robe. <laughs> like, you just have to move it aside. No, nah, son, no, nah, that makes it weird. Because that's, that's against his religion. It's like those girls crossed that are, a line, yeah. Dennis, when you go behind the robe. Yeah, man, it's like those girls that are like, well, if you do me in the butt, I, I'm still a virgin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saving the front for Jesus, because the, the, the back is the, the devil. What, Jesus going to fuck your pussy? <laughs> Dennis! I knew you don't believe in him, son, but that's just not right. <laughs> the fact that I made Dennis laugh this week, I, I you know, it's like I'm just gonna close the laptop. I win. That was a good one. I win. I, I feel good about. I, I'm glad I showed up this week. Yeah, you should feel good. I mean, this is so far so good. This episode isn't happening much. Actually, watching it on television because there's no women here. But the- <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I'm not even sure who said that. Is one. this our day without women? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I am very uncomfortable right yeah. now. I'm not how's sure. Jenny? How's Jenny feeling? No, oh, you can't say that now. Why? Yeah, she knows just... I'm joking. That poor woman. That poor woman. <laughs> she's right there. Look, she's right there. She just can't hear anything. Just, just, just nod, Ben, and go. Just tell her to do it. Through the rope. <laughs> do it through the rope. That's what I'm asking my wife next time. Just over do it through the rope. rope. Over the rope. Just go over the rope. <laughs> <laughs> Why 
Work, you got to work your way up to behind the robe. <laughs> Woo! This ain't no curtain shop. You can't just. Uh, <laughs> there's like a little a, a, a drawstring there that like curtains. You you pull it and it just and opens. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, and spring ball. I'm sorry, spring ball baseball. Uh, no, no, dummy. It's called spring training. Yo, yeah, but they got they were play. He he's a fan of spring ball. I think that's yeah. just the Bajoran word for sex. Yeah, I think that's uh, just he's gonna put some balls in her vagina, okay. like those those Benoit balls. <laughs> you know what I'm talking <laughs> about? Or some. Let's see how many we can get in there. Yeah, some anal beads. Yeah. It helps with the kegels. Yeah, Kim kegels is important, right, Dennis? You gotta yeah. tell your wife. Yeah. Like, you start doing them. I try to rip my dick off. <laughs> you got to be able to stand up and hold my weight up. Come on, baby. Get that thing straightened out down there. That's all you got? Come on. You can grab harder than that. <laughs> Lift. I'll send you back. You got to start talking anyway. like Mickey, you know, from uh, Rocky. Mick. Like Grease Lightning. <laughs> Come on, uh, stallion. So where are we here? Yeah, so then uh, they go to the Odo and Dax, go to the edge of the village where they're pointing out trees and shit to them. And then uh, the little girl says, hey, Taya says, you know what? I've never been that far. And then Dax points it out. And then uh, the The device disappears from her hand. They're like, oh, snap. She she hologrammed Tupac, son. And then... Tupac come out and you start singing like, how do you want it? How do you feel? Coming up as a dealer in the past day, living in the past day, love for real. Yep. Is it cool to fuck? And then he starts doing his Tupac stuff and everybody's happy. Yeah, I came to talk him out. Who the what? <laughs> Odo breaks it down for us. It's, it's, it's pretty badass. Odo sings the Jodeci. They do two of America's most wanted. That's the Snoop Dogg part. Jody, he sings the Jodeci part. The Casey part. How do, how do you want it? See, I'm, I'm, I'm just afraid that uh, Odo would be doing it uh, just with the, uh, I mean, his same monotone with, with you know, how uh, do I you think, want it? I think Odo would get it. How do you it, feel? <laughs> How do I'd you like feel? to see Odo shapeshifted as a 90s rapper. That'd, That'd be, be cool. I'd watch that. Yeah. But would he be a good one or would he shapeshift into somebody kind of cheese? No, he's know. still Odo. He just, his clothes changed. Yeah, his, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a costume change. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Man, I bet Odo has the best concerts, man. He can do costume changes. No, Odo, he could blow. See, but here's the thing, though, is once again, when you start talking about the fact that he can change his costumes like that, it reminds me that he's naked. So it can wet. Every episode, Odo is naked. Yes. Oh, I mean, Odo is just, this is just a, he's just a construct. This is just what he, he wants you to see. Like, there's right, nothing. So yeah. his clothes are part of him. Therefore, yeah. he's naked. Not really in the sense of, it, he's it's, more. It's like folding your, 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 your skin over your, your. Well, to be fair, he doesn't have anything. Like, there's nothing there for him to be yeah. exposed. It's just he's like an action figure. It's just like a big mold of plastic, and it's folded into clothes. It's like he's like an angel from Dogma. Yeah, there's nothing happening there. It's just like you know, pick up your your son's uh, fucking Spider-Man toy. That's what it is. That's what Odo is. He's just that. There's nothing underneath. It's just unless he needs it. 
Yeah. Unless, you know, unless uh, Mama Troy come back around and she all yeah. feeling well, kind of like lonely. The, uh, he's like the Zartan G.I. Joe toy because if you put him in water, he turns blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's just weird. Like then, uh, Vedic Bry's uh, balls. Yes. Yeah. Come on, baby. Just do the robe. Yeah. Over the robe. Over, Over the, robe. the robe, baby. I remember how cool that was as Zartan would change colors to toy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. so bad. I remember uh, how cool it was at watching it. <laughs> like when we actually well, watched. Well, back then it was cool. Yeah, but when that doesn't hold up well, when we watched yeah. it, we're like, wow, this is uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Terrible. Well, you should start watching the second season. Well, it's not really on Netflix bad. anymore. Like when they're all a bunch of jokes, <laughs> like they they kick Cobra's ass, and so now they're all relaxed and everything. And Beachhead comes in and wants to try and whip him into shape. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It's pretty terrible, actually. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we won already. We 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 won the war. That's it. No more. Yeah. <laughs> we wiped out everybody. I will say though, shipwreck was a big part of why I joined the navy. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Because you all... thought you'd get a a parrot, a parrot on your shoulder or something. I did. Thought you'd get to bunker Star Trek in... and uh, in, in uh, shipwreck, and then I found out the navy shipwreck is an insult. So. Nah, you know what, man? You can't. I mean, it's hard about to come deep up. Deep six. That, that's what you. That when you th- toss something overboard, you deep six it. So he was a diver, so that, that worked. Yeah. But no, I thought it, the first. Not to get too far off this, but the first time we meet Shipwreck, he's in a bar, in, in a the desert, in a cobra bar in the desert, yeah. in his dungarees. You can't wear your dungarees out in town. That, that's like you're not supposed to, you're supposed to have you know your your nicer uniform when you're out town. you're never supposed to go off post he was cosplaying i mean this guy's got a beard um two years after the beards went away he's got a bird on his shoulder maybe he's got he got a bird on his shoulder maybe he got grandfathered and his chest is hanging out. <laughs> like craig mctavish craig yeah. mctavish didn't have to wear a helmet yeah, he got grandfathered in. <laughs> well that's right if he got grandfathered in but still he's a wall there's no ship anywhere around there. <laughs> no, he's in he the desert. I think somebody knows where he is. Like he's. I don't think so. I, that's I think why he, he got the name Shipwreck because he could even wreck a ship in the desert. Maybe he left the. Maybe he went a walk. He's like, I'm not shaving my beard. Fuck you, dudes. You're not getting my bird. This is my best friend. My father gave this to me after he, before he died of cancer. This is all I got left. Him, old man. You guys can suck my dick. I he, was, he was yeah. stationed at 29 Palms and he just walked out the gate yeah. and kept walking. Yep. And the other thing is that if you remember the early episodes with Shipwreck, they definitely based his voice on uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, you said that, yeah. Right? Shipwreck. But he was Hispanic. If you read his character card. Yeah. Yeah. Xavier Delgado. Oh, Xavier Javier Delgado. Delgado. Javier, Xavier. <laughs> Xavier. So it was an X. But yeah, but you, you don't pronounce it. Ha, it's Javi, like the football player. Yeah. Javi. It's Xavi. Shut, whatever, man. Shut up, yeah. Dennis. Is he Spanish or is he like Mexican? Man, he's some kind of Mexican. Isn't isn't uh, Xavier or Javier? Isn't that like uh, comes from the root for angel? Man, I don't know, man. He's some kind of something or other, man. What the hell? I was going to say, about? do I look do I look Hispanic to you? But then I kind of probably do. So. I'm from Alabama, <laughs> so yes, yes, you do. <laughs> you look many things to me, Dennis. Yeah. You also <laughs> look Egyptian. You you uh, look a little black. You 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 could possibly be Canadian. Maybe Hawaiian. You might be Hawaiian, Native uh, American. 
Um, I'm very sorry for what my people have done to <laughs> people. Don't worry. <laughs> everything I could be has been oppressed. So <laughs> I, I accept your apology on behalf it's of It's like everything you could be has been oppressed by everything I could be. Yes. <laughs> so I feel horrible now. It's like a Benetton I, ad. Yeah. I, I, I have the to worst <laughs> Benetton ad in the world. Uh, all of me killed all of you. It's uh, just like last week's episode. It's the white guilt uh, episode. Uh, <laughs> commercial for Benetton. Uh, I don't have a lot of white guilt with this episode. Uh, no. no, not this one. I meant last week's. I know. I'm just trying to bring it back in to where we are, man. Yeah. No. I mean, the whole thing with Cisco and, and Jake, though, where Jake, he can't, and I, I got the whole thing where Jake could talk to his dad about not wanting to go to the academy. Oh, I don't like girls, dad. But he, <laughs> that's what I said. Oh, my God. When he's trying to come out to, his, to, uh, to Cisco about uh, not wanting to go to the academy. He's like, well, why don't you want to go to the academy? Because I like girls. Because I don't want to hang out with a bunch of dicks all day. <laughs> Too many dicks on the dance floor. I don't. Um, he could have said, I don't like baseball either. And then I, I don't like anything so that you like, Dad. Yeah. I don't like you. See, that's what I was. They were skirting that for me. I was like, eh, I don't like Starfleet because Starfleet is, is, is you. Yeah, Starfleet killed my mom. Yes, that's to be I fair. You think he, you, you don't think, I mean, if I was, I would go, yeah, man, I get it. Like your mom's dead because of Starfleet. Do whatever you want. Like be anti-Starfleet. Go out and start some kind of your own fleet that destroys Starfleet. I mean, to be fair, at the beginning of DS9, Cisco didn't want to be in Starfleet anymore. Yeah, which is weird he that he's pushing his kid into it, but maybe it's because he hates his son. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> is that what we're going to start now? Is that the abusive relationship here? Because Nah, that, I, I, if anything, it's just kind of. crusher. I think I think there's a general there's a general affection for the boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, he takes it well. Yeah, and he's like, whatever, man. You don't want to go to school. What do you want to do? He's like, man, I want to fucking be a porn star. I'm gonna fuck bitches and get pussy. Like, what? But I thought you said you didn't want to do like your old man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a rapper. What else do you do though in space at this point? Like, if you're not in Starfleet, it the seems like all kinds journalist, of stuff. Yeah, right. Possibly. <laughs> Because we've seen the Federation News Network a couple of times, yeah. FNN. Yeah. Exactly one time, right? Yeah. Well, in, the, in Star Trek Generations. Uh, Generations, yeah. You had the reporters. Yeah. Um, I mean, all the useless jobs that we have now, they still have, like sculptors and, and artists and well, all that. What does it matter? You're not getting paid anyway, so just do There's nothing. There's got to be used for fake news in the future. Yeah, fake. It's all fake news. But why not just do nothing? Like, it doesn't matter. You're not making any money, so, like... What do you want to do? Fucking smoke weed and play fucking hang out with Nog and fucking try to bang Zabo girls? Like, what I think that's want? why they never go back to Earth because <laughs> Earth is just full of people that play PlayStation and smoke weed all day. Yeah. I want to try to fuck Zabo girls and hang out and kick it with Nog. Like, you know what? That sounds like a really good idea. I quit. Yeah. And he's just the episodes. Hello, Admiral. <laughs> this is my resignation. <laughs> no, I'm not leaving. I'm staying here. You mean that's <laughs> a choice? They convert like cargo deck four into like a basement. <laughs> they got the game system set up. Yeah. I'm gonna get. Yeah. I'm gonna smoke this weed. I'm gonna learn how to play that guitar, and I'm gonna fuck that Zabo girl. <laughs> hey man, the Cardassian replicators could replicate Funyuns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm high as a giraffe's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would we, watch that. We, show. we found, found this sofa out on on the uh, promenade. <laughs> brought it down i mean it's good shape it had you know it smelled for a few days but it, it, it's okay can we repli- track dumpster diver <laughs> can we replicate some uh lava lamps in here man and <laughs> yeah 
Um, so yeah, he says he doesn't want to do that. I mean, what kid knows what he wants? So how old is Jake? Like fourteen or something? 15. Yeah, what do you mean? What the hell does he want? He stares like because he's like, "Hey, son, you got to get a job because you're 15 now." And Jenny's response is, "You know, was he Jamaican?" <laughs> you're making me crazy. I don't know what he's. I mean, what does he have to decide what he wants to do at 15? I mean, who knows what they want to do? I don't know what I want to do. I mean, that's a lot of pressure for a 15 year old kid in space. It's interesting. I still haven't figured it out, and I'm still, you know, on Earth, and I'm an adult. I'm on Earth. I'm an adult. <laughs> I still know what the fuck I want to do. Thank you, you for clarifying that. Yes, yeah. Ben is still on Earth and an adult. Well, yeah. What's your definition? Life is hard, man, especially when you're 15, because you just want to try to, you know, get your dick rubbed on, uh, you know, through the robe. Over and the like, robe, yeah, under the robe, yeah. by the robe. Yeah. You don't I'm care. Start, I'm going to start wearing robes around the house. Dude. You That's should, dude. Dude, that'd be fucking sweet. Just make eye contact and just look. And it doesn't hey. the wife, the mailman, when he comes up and you're wearing just eye contact and go over the robe. Over the robe. Yeah. Get over the robe. My dick rubbed on. That's implied. If you say over the robe, they if they don't know, you, you yeah. gotta teach them. Hey, hey, hey. Over the just robe. Let it, let it peek out a little bit. You see yeah. That? Yeah. You see no, that? no, 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 don't pull it out, don't pull it out. Over the rope. Yeah, rub on my ding ding. It's don't okay if it's tied. over the rope. Rub on it. Now you're going to go for like the, uh, the, the, the red and yellow Iron Man motif, or you're going to go more Bajoran? No, I already have a robe actually, so. Okay. You can, uh, yeah, you can't, like you can't just go buying fancy robes. I mean, no, not, no. not every time you want to get your dick I mean, rubbed yeah, on. I mean, it's, that's it's going to kind of ruined. I don't want to yeah. spend too much money on <laughs> So I'm trying to find the Johnny Depp bathrobe from Secret Window. Why don't you just get one of those Picard robes where that's really yeah, short? short. No. Yeah, but See, then, then that, that makes it awkward because yeah, but then it'll be really easy to rub on your dick. Yeah, but you don't want that. You got it, it. You you skirt the issue of over the robe. Then well, the shaft is over the robe, but the balls can be played with under the robe. I don't know. Man. Yeah, I don't want... a, I'm not comfortable with this. No, I don't know, man. If <laughs> I mean, eventually, I want to get actually down to dick. Well, yeah, but that—that's—that's that's when you go behind the rope. <laughs> I mean, get my pop it out, and you—and if if you have it, if there's some shrinkage going on, you can do the Wizard of Oz thing. Pay no attention to the dick behind the curtain. <laughs> well, if she's rubbing on the robe, right? Then you shouldn't have to worry about your dick getting yeah. soft, especially you if it's like the right rope material. Yeah, mm, a little too thick. You don't know if if it's like uh like silky like a big daddy cane robe, Jack. You gonna bust it up? Around it, not uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't need anybody to touch it. Right? <laughs> Why are you pacing? No reason. <laughs> so, Star Trek under the robe. And then we find out that they're all holograms, and the old man created the hologram because his village got wiped out by the Dominion, and they both. <gasps> oh, we've been hearing that name a lot too, yes. which is kind of cool. That's really the only thing that I really like about this episode is they're still, <laughs> they're still like hinting at the Dominion, yeah. but nobody really explains what they are. We're learning more and more. And nobody really is, knows. You don't even really pick up. Well, all the Gamma Quadrant people know, but no, nobody thinks to ask them, hey, who the fuck are the Dominion? <laughs> We've heard a lot about this Dominion. You, is, is this the, like Dominion Tower guys? Are, are they here? Is that? Yeah. Well, they're obviously, they're, lights? they're obviously badass dudes because uh, they keep just wiping shit out. Yeah. yeah. Except what the Dosai or whatever, like they were trade partners with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
but everybody else gets fucked up by these yeah. guys. That's, I, for me, that's why this season is dragging. Because it's like, boot, I, 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 come on, get to the, get to that part. Kind of like uh, agents. <laughs> they just have a really hard time getting to the point during yeah. the season. Except the, you know, we don't have the excuse here of well, we got to wait for the movie to make the big reveal. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's no movie for DS9 that they're waiting. <laughs> Has on. everybody seen Winter Soldier? All right, <laughs> now yeah, it makes sense. Don't watch episode 16 until you've seen Winter Soldier twice. Yeah, in theaters now. Yeah, that's all, that's why I don't think Shield works because it's just like a it's a coming attraction for the movies. This, yeah. this season's been pretty good though. Yeah. I think they figured See, it out. The Netflix stuff is the only way to go for me. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, the Defenders, basically. I don't know, man. I said it once before. I said it. that second half of Luke Cage is just straight garbage. Oh, like, no, 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 no. But it's still awesome though. I nah. love every bit of it. Yeah. Nah. It was some of the best TV I've ever watched. Nah, you're just saying that because it's bliggity black. That shit. Yes. The second half of my that, blackness will not allow me to say bad that, things. About did you guys? Did you finish it, Ben? Yeah. That yep. second half of Luke Cage is straight. Well, it's just garbage. Kids, like Diamondback is a little like garbage. He's no, he's not a little over top. He's way compared. Over the top. I mean, like if you gar, it's it's just shit. Because, like, Cottonmouth is such it's a great such villain. A, I mean, just yeah. like it's, golly. It's, okay, un, for, like it's unfortunate that he gets replaced by Diamondback because Diamondback's nowhere near his. And like, Cottonmouth, though, I mean, and the, the actor, which I can't uh, pronounce his name ever. Marshall Ali or Marshala Ali. Yeah. I got the Ali part. That I'm, I'm yeah. not retarded. I just can't get the first part. I hate to be insulting. It's Mr. Ali. <laughs> Mr. Ali and yeah. not Muhammad. Yeah. But, um,. Yeah, I, I think he is one of the most talented actors because I love him on House of Cards. Yeah, he's really good. And, and he brings just a completely different – like some actors – like Sean Connery is Sean sure. Connery in every fucking thing he does. He's just Sean Connery as a riverboat captain. Sean Connery as a Spanish uh, conquistador training right. someone not to die. Ramirez. But this guy is just, I mean, House of Cards when he plays Remy versus how he plays Cottonmouth is just so different. And it just, it shows the range that he can. His laugh is the best thing in the whole wide world. Like just watching him, (laughs) like that shit just get, I mean, he's great. When, when they, when he ate it, spoilers, that show just went fucking straight in the toilet, just straight in. Like it was just. Based um, on his performance, Alfred Woodard was still shows. pretty good, though. She, but it's just another Star Trek alum. He made everything better. Like, I, I, I had trouble finishing that show after he died. I was just like, "This is just." I kept waiting for the series. Every time there would be a place where I would end the series, I was like, "Up oh, and there's the season finale." Nope, there's more. And there's the season finale. Nope, there's more. And I was just blown away at like they fit <clears> so <throat> many good story arcs into one season and not even like a a crappy 25 episode that's your white guilt son that's your white guilt that shit was garbage after he died it was the cop out to say when uh, when he was like nate nate does his uh luke cage podcast and uh they were talking about like uh when he's in that doctor's garage trying to fix him Mm-hmm. By shocking him in the water or whatever, like that whole we're going to get the water kinda, real it slows hot. down the story a whole lot. Yeah, there's, there's no action going on. Really, yeah. got to get his powers back. And then that was very much like reminiscent of, uh, like the Weapon X stuff when they were when Wolverine and all that. Just it was that show was fucking perfect until they killed Cottonmouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
You I will say, guy. like of the uh, of the Netflix shows, probably Jessica Jones has the best from start to finish storytelling. Like every mm-hmm. episode moves the story along pretty well. But I think Luke Cage is my favorite, though. That's because yeah. you're biggity black. No, but because I mean, it's just it's just good, man. Like it has a lot of emotional, television. like good writing. You can you can really imagine it. Like, man, this shit is going down in Harlem right now. <laughs> <laughs> And I love how all the shows they tie in. You couldn't even say that with a straight face, motherfucker. <laughs> I love how they tie in, though, to, I mean, with Daredevil, with Jessica Jones, how it all ties into the um, Marvel Universe. Yeah. Like, they talk about, you know, the the incident last year. and you no, know, it, it is very cool. I just, yeah. I the show just, lo- it just lost a lot for me. Hang on. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just think it's, I don't know, it's. Went out that he's like off it. the uh, microphone. It's my favorite. Television. Bob's wrong, everybody. He, he's absolutely wrong. Yeah. He's he's not he's not okay. <laughs> like, yeah, but I mean, you have some good points, Bob. Yeah. I mean, granted, I'm not well versed in the entire Marvel universe because I haven't seen a lot of the films. I need. Yeah, to but go see, off. nobody knows anything about. Oh, you mean like the cinematic? I'm talking about like the movies and all that oh, jazz. Okay. But like yeah. the 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 actor, whatever, however you pronounce his name, Mashura mm-hmm. Ali or whatever the fuck, he is probably the most charismatic and talented villain of almost a lot mm-hmm. like uh, of all the films that i've seen of all the other like he's the best he was the best villain i think uh yeah i would say he's the best but i think tom hiddleston does a pretty good job as loki yeah yeah he, I, like in, in the avengers like he's really like if you really watch the avengers it's like everybody's pretty bad in that movie <laughs> Like their performances were pretty, pretty terrible, except for him. And I also liked um, what's his face as Red Skull. I thought he did a really good job as Red Skull. Well, but I just, yeah. he's but an I mean, really good actor. Yeah, but I just really liked Cottonmouth. Like, he, out of all this, he was the most believable. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, you're like, this dude is real. Yeah, well, he's so not a super like, yeah, I mean, he's just some guy running numbers and being all gangster and shit, doing shady shit in Harlem. This guy's awesome. Is and this that, like, supposed to be part of the? The ultimate style universe, though the Marvel probably, universe. and I and I, and I really liked what's his face, um, the Mexican guy who was just Baby Joker from Next Friday. Oh yeah, <laughs> putting his candy on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I just want to go watch episodes like one through five of Luke Cage and just be like, "This is fucking amazing!" And then you're like, oh, "I'm good." <laughs> it's just like the thing for me is I can't imagine Diamondback being those people's boss. Yeah, because he's kind he's of a terrible boss. Yes, yeah. and he's almost like it's like everybody's scared unhinged. of him. Yeah, it's yeah. like Donald Trump. It's like I can't imagine this guy running anything properly. And he's kind, <laughs> and I don't want to say Cottonmouth is scared of you. Yeah, and he comes off kind of queer. Well, he's a preacher's son. I don't understand what that has to do with anything. So is Luke Cage. I think he just likes making everybody uncomfortable. He comes like, off he, like he knows he, what what kind of makes people really uncomfortable being in the black community be, like being kind of homosexuality gay. makes makes a lot of people uncomfortable all i'm black. saying is like he he reminds me of hollywood from mannequin like that's what i'm saying to you like it's just i was disappointed like it's just a bad actor it was a bad cast and i think that's it it was just bad casting it was much like remember when they were in the first season of heroes when they were building up and yeah. building up and building up that one guy who they kept talking about and he's the kind of the upper echelon dude and it was Malcolm McDowell and you were like, Oh, that's kind of cool. 
like Malcolm McDowell is kind of cool. Yeah, you kinda, can see him. Yeah. And he's not there every week. He's yeah. not you like he's that mysterious figure and when he finally gets revealed, you're like Malcolm McDowell. I, I yeah, can that's that. pretty sweet. Like he's yeah. kind of grumpy and British and like intense. Like they just needed a better guy to be that dude. That's so all. Idris Elba should have shown up as as Diamondback, and then you're happy. Even though he's in Thor. Yeah, sure. I don't I even mean, know just, if it's just a casting. It's just like he, he's a very A to B person. Like he has no guile. He has no like old like secret plan. He's not a chess player. He's playing checkers the whole time. Like he's just yeah. like, I don't like you. I'm gonna fucking kill you. You know, yeah. instead of manipulating people like and, a, and super shades, villain really should. See that's the thing is that Cottonmouth, um Alfred Shades Woodward, was cool Woodward, as hell too. Shades is cool. I mean that that whole thing. <laughs> I loved her whole backstory though about you know, you know, Cottonmouth having to kill the uncle and all that. That no, I mean shades. I don't like shades. I thought shades was uh-huh. good. He was also at Lexington Con. Very nice guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I will say that the guy who played Cottonmouth was fucking. Uh, was it Cottonmouth? Diamondback. Diamondback was terrible. If it would, if you just would have had better casting. That's all. Just. Found, find a better black actor and the show would have been great. It's just going from, if you even switch them, if you switched them and like made copper, cotton mouth, then it wouldn't have been as bad. He was just a shitty actor. You, you needed cotton mouth to be who cotton mouth was. He was great. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that kept me coming back every episode. Yeah. And then he died and I'm like, I'm good. That show died for me. That show died with him when after he dies. And then the coolest thing about the show is like, Oh, Hey, cool. Look, method man. I'm you lost me. What? You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> like, he hangs out at bodegas in uh, Harlem all the time. Yeah. And he goes and raps to sway about it. Yeah. That's how things go in Harlem. I'm just saying when that's the best and people point, call up, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, the Hellcat lady. Uh, uh, Pats, Patsy, uh, yeah, yeah, Patty Walker, yeah, Patsy Walker. Patty Walker, Walker, yeah. But no, yeah, I mean, I, 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 the best part of your show is Method Man. After you kill your bad guy, nah. You kill the bad guy, you got to have a good plan B, and the plan B was not good. Yo, Sway, he just came in and took over the whole situation. Yo, son, that Yo, funeral my- scene was was phenomenal. That funeral scene was him and Cottonmouth. Yeah, and it was it was great. All the things that are great about that show are directly related to Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth and Mashura Ali, or however they pronounce hell you pronounce his name. And Pops. I could. I mean, Pops is just a black Uncle Ben. Yeah, he's actually Uncle Ben, like the guy <laughs> yeah, in the box. In the box. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the barbershop, he also yeah. makes rice. Yes. <laughs> this is my my number two son calls me Pops now. So I, I before that show came out. So I after this came on, I was like, do I need to move to Harlem and open a barbershop? Is, is you really should then. I should. That neighborhood diversity. needs some more diversity. Yeah, talk yeah. about a fish out of water story, like uh, uh, Iron Fist is supposed to be. I don't know. There was the Jewish guy in the barbershop in Coming to America. That's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> He's black. Like it's if, you, if, if you move there and open a barbershop, it'll be like. Uh, um, Shit, I can't remember that. Great opening, grand closing. <laughs> <laughs> Do the right thing. That's what it would be like. Yeah. Eventually, that's how it all ends. <laughs> I thought it would be like the barbershop, the comp- the competing barbershop that came across the street from. What you should uh, do, Ben? Barbershop. 
Oh, Ice Cubes Barbershop. Ice Cubes Barbershop and then the that stylist place. I would no, open. No, no, no. What you should do is go there and open a hair cuttery. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Or like a super fantastic cuts. Yeah, a super cuts. Like yeah, what, yeah. you know what this neighborhood needs? Super cuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gentrified barbershop. Yeah. No, I just want the traditional barbershop and and just I don't know, people gathering there and that sense of community. Just open a comic shop. It's the same thing without all the hair. Hair's gross. Yeah, but you gotta cut touch people's hair. You don't know how they yeah, but live. I don't, don't want to sell. I don't want to sell. I'm not gonna do any cutting. <laughs> I'll get uh, Tiki Barber to come in and, and do that for me. Tiki Barber? Oh yeah, it's in his name. Of course, he's gonna be good with it. Yeah, I don't think he does that. I think you have to mistake for does. somebody else. He's talking about that commercial. Yeah, there's a commercial out where he. Uh, it's probably not Tiki. I don't think Tiki's getting many commercials. It's, is it? Yeah, because that's the whole premise of the commercial is. Like, Tiki Barber's uh, not a good barber. Can you believe Tiki Barber running a barbershop? Uh, see, it's I almost as unbelievable as our insurance rates. See, I didn't think Tiki was getting jobs because he left his pregnant wife for a white woman. I yeah. thought that kind of sunk his. Now, the statute of limitations is passed on. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. He just auditions as Rondé and he gets a job. He's like, <laughs> surprise, I'm Tiki, motherfucker. <laughs> Can't find me now. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he was supposed to be on the Today Show or something. He was on NBC doing all that yeah. shit, and then he left his pregnant wife for well he was still okay until he badmouthed eli and then they won the super bowl they're like man you don't know shit (laughs) no i thought a lot of that had to do with the wife thing i mean at least he didn't hit her he he dumped his pregnant ass chinese only tom brady can do that and get away with it dump your pregnant ass wife well that's because did he dump his pregnant wife yeah he well he was he was seeing uh michelle moynihan the actress or whatever and he knocked her and i think he knocked her up and then he split she related to Senator Moore. He did the uh, quarterback sneak. Yeah, <laughs> ran out on her. Snuck up right <laughs> up into Giselle. I'm a sneaking tool. <laughs> but he's the greatest quarterback I ever lived, so who cares? Yes. Uh, Go Pats. He's up there. Pats. Yeah. It's pretty good. I, I went to bed thinking, wow, I can't believe they lost that game. <laughs> and then I woke up and they didn't. Yes, he dated Bridget Moynihan until 2006. She confirmed to People Magazine that she was three months pregnant with Brady's child. And Brady and Moynihan ended their relationship around the time she became pregnant. Although, uh, not oh, so the, he didn't know she was pregnant. I guess. When they broke up. Yeah. Or maybe he found out. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, so he that's like, checked her pee or something. That's like, hey, can you da- pee on this stick for me? That's a baby. And then, uh, then he started seeing Giselle right when he he ended their relationship i mean that's a good that's a good step up yeah i mean i ain't hating on bridget Moynihan, 18 but, years but yeah that's a good step up to giselle giselle's only 36 i feel like she should be like 70 but i guess not jesus well i mean she's just she's just been around forever no that 36 is 70 in model years. <laughs> it's like the tennis player. Now then, to recap, though, the, the last 10 minutes of conversation, I know the names Tom Brady, Tiki Barber. Yeah. And that yeah. was it. There you go. That's, that's all you need. That That's all and I knew. Marshall. Well, no, that goes back to the 15-minute mark. And I, <laughs> okay. I know those guys. I just can't pronounce it. Yeah. Marshall yeah. Ali. Well, there you go. Uh, and then uh, the hologram, he's like, look, man, don't do this. Uh, whatever. Don't tell everybody. So they rebuild it. And do they well, first know- he tells them, hey, 
leave them off and yeah. just take me back and to it, my planet so I can be oppressed by the Dominion. <laughs> that pisses Odo off, though, because I think he has, you know, he's developed some kind of feelings now for, you know, the little girl. So he's just like, yeah. what the hell? Well, this no. guy, he's basically the strip club owner, and he wants to close the strip club down. He's like, no, no, my favorite stripper works there. You can't close <laughs> it down. She needs a job, baby. We can do a Kickstarter. Yeah. We'll keep you open. And so they keep it. But they know they're all they, holograms, though, right? Yeah. They don't know. He knows. Oh, no, they know, no, too. They know they too. Oh, yeah, they do know. They do know, yeah. yeah. They just no, like, don't know who he is. I guess they're just content. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, we're holograms, whatever. We're still living life. So the guy that played their Talk defender, about an empty feeling, like – you're living your whole life, and you're, and you just go, none of this is real. This is all just, just bullshit. AI. It's just we're just AI. Like, what are we worried about? Like, well, didn't we kind of address that a little bit on uh, the big goodbye? When you know the holly, the holly, when Whalen got shot, and uh, the holographic guy asked Picard, he's like, you know, well, where do we go when you guys leave? Do we just end? He tries yeah. to walk outside the door. Yeah, just walk out, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So it's just I don't know the the whole idea of of holographic sentience is, is still developing. I guess they uh, like from a writer standpoint, they're still trying to tackle it, and I guess they don't really address it until Voyager. Yeah, but it's just I don't know this. The was it the guy that played the sheriff, right? Who's I, I think showed up on a couple of Murder She Wrote episodes. Murder She Wrote. But I always get him confused Murder, with she the country wrote. singer. Waylon Jennings. No, no, the guy that does trailers for Don't Rent. you call me Charlie Pry. <laughs> yeah, he was no. the uh, narrator from Robin Hood. Robin oh, Haggard. Hood, little John doing little dance now. Robin Hood, little yeah. John singing song. I know. Do goodle do la do He did 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 I love that movie. That's my favorite yeah. Disney movie. So he always yeah. I always tickets. get that actor in no. <laughs> But I always get uh, <laughs> no, he that actor and, and that singer mixed up. <laughs> he was Little John's voice. I know who you're talking about. But he uh, he was also on Murder She Wrote. He Murder He, she wrote. Murder, she, he plays a lot of sheriffs. Murder yeah. She Wrote. But it trailers for Sailor Rent. Glenn Miller. That not Glenn Miller. What's his name? Uh, oh shit! Now that you sang that Miller. song, I should know it. Uh, Doop Let me look it up. Roger Miller. Roger Miller. Yeah. No phone, no pool, no pit. I'm a two hours of pushing broom buys a eight by twelve four bedroom. I'm a man of means by no means. King of the room. And so I always mix him up with the actor who Dirt Mockers been <laughs> Destination banger. I know this whole song. I gotta know it all. Old worn out suit and shoes. I don't pay no union dues. I smoke rolled stogies. I had found short but not too big around. I'm a man of means by no means. King of the road. I know every inch of nearly every train. All the children, all of their names, and every handout in every town. If it's locked, it ain't locked when no one's around. I said, trailers for sale. Or, I love this song. I always have rooms collect 50 cents. No phone, no pool, no pets. My, my daughter knows the words of this song, too. Ain't got no cigarettes. I'm a Does she know the, 
the words to how do you want it <laughs> how do you want it not yet though but you will yeah. so there you go yeah dolores tucker use a motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> it's always cute when they're like eight or nine and they're singing that yeah oh, kids it would be cute how viral do you video. want it you know the shit world that, star uh, hip-hop <laughs> what, what's the guy the the <laughs> The guy from Step Brothers, not Roger C. O'Reilly guy. What? Neither. Roger C. O'Reilly. <laughs> Roger C. O'Reilly. I don't know what the fuck his name is. The guy that's not Will Ferrell. John, okay, was, John C. O'Reilly. John, 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 yeah. John O'Reilly. Now I forgot his name. John C. Riley. John C. Riley. There you but go. But I was thinking of Will Ferrell. So Will Ferrell got into <laughs> Why trouble. did you say John C. <laughs> Because I was saying it's the guy that's the other not guy. John the other C. guy. Riley. Yeah, guy. I couldn't remember Will Ferrell's name, but he got in trouble. For you didn't him. remember either one of their names. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you the barely drum, got he, the movie out. He's the drummer <laughs> from that uh, band, but uh, no, Will Ferrell. Yeah. He posted the videos when he was off of SNL. Prestige Worldwide. His daughter is, or the little kid is the landlady. Yeah, that was really uh, funny. Know, and everybody was like, oh my God, I can't believe you let her cuss. And, blah, blah, blah. and it's like, it's all dubbed. She doesn't know what she's saying. She's not saying anything. Yeah. Yep, I remember that. That was really funny. Yeah, so we got to be careful if you. Uh, John C. O. Farrell. <laughs> John John Riley Fellow. <laughs> John C. Riley Fellow. Longfellow Serenade. The wrong day. I feel like guy. Roger C. O'Reilly. <laughs> that sounds like that that could be somebody. Roger C. O'Reilly, I think, is going to be my new pen name. I want to write that down. Your bear fiction? No. <laughs> yes. I don't know what you're talking about. I should, though. <laughs> John C. O'Reilly, what? Let's go ahead and Amazon that right now. <laughs> Making my author page. <laughs> Making my author page. <laughs> Man, this, so what do you think of this episode, then? Give it a rating, Dennis. Nah, I mean, it's like a four. <laughs> it's just like, they don't really, like... They didn't have a good idea for an episode. They had a good idea <laughs> for three, kind of. Like, well, we have these three ideas. So let's just make them one episode. That's how it felt to me. So none of it was really that deep or anything. So it's just kind of shitty. Like even the Kira one. It's just I have shitty. no idea what happened with the Kira one. Still, she's like, oh, you tricked him to come up here. So I went and arrest your cousin. Cool. But Story I got over. him anyway. Yeah. So it's just yeah. kind of, it's pretty thin. Yeah, and it's weird too because she's like she can totally uh, distract you with some dick. So this, I wonder if this is a theme that happens much later in the series. Of course, like, he's trying to throw a dick at her. He's <laughs> like, man, this will get me got work. Last time, I'll give her some dick. Now I'm gonna get see, off. The, that's the thing is, she gets it, off, I get off. You. He's throwing the wrong D at her, and it ends up it was him that she wanted all along. Yeah, yeah it's like it's like making spaghetti. I mean, you gotta keep throwing those dicks against the wall, see what sticks. See what happens. Yeah. Is it done yet? No. Uh, four is kind of harsh. No, it's not. It, it is. I'd, I'd give it. A, I'd give it a, a, a six, easy. I'm gonna give it a five because I I like the Joy Division song the episode's named after. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, and I got uh, the hand signal from uh, Lieutenant Commander Zell that she also gives it a uh, five. Okay, there you go. This episode kind. Of, I mean, this is one of those where it's like. All right, this is kind of a dumb episode, but whatever. I mean, I didn't see them being holograms. No. I thought that was like, oh, okay. But I wasn't wowed by it. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, that's cool. Like, whatever. Yeah. At least they're not like white nationalists. 
like well, the they didn't get episode. to that part. Yeah. <laughs> like if Cisco had showed up, you'd be like, oh, God. Get in the box. Get in the there goes box. the neighborhood. Get in the box. All of our property value just went down. <laughs> What's happening? Get in the box. He, I think after that episode, he stays on the station for a while. Just, just in case. Just Because he's got to get his kidneys functioning. He and O'Brien are like, no, no, we're good. Send the girls out. They're, they're, I will say, y'all go to the next. One. At least they didn't send anybody super important. But nothing was learned from last episode because what did these two morons do? Hey, let's both beam down at the same time. Yeah. Nothing bad ever happened from just, that. Just leave the uh, runabout in neutral yeah. up there. <laughs> did you hey, leave the keys in it? Hey yep. man, uh, just just leave her running, man. We'll be right back. <laughs> I'm gonna run into Seven Eleven for some chips. Oh, that's the other thing too. Like. No matter where you are, you can just say computer, beam us up, and the computer will respond. Yeah. Like it knows as long as you're in communication range. Yeah, that's, Dennis. That's definitely think something. So, is- but if you're, at the, if you're at DS9, how does the computer know which computer you're talking to? It doesn't. You, you can't do that. No, I'm confused. Exactly. Yeah. This is the run, you're talking to the runabout computer, and it's okay. Yeah. So at so. some point, once it's far enough away from DS9, it recognizes it's like Bluetooth. That it is now a computer. Yeah, it's, it's Bluetooth. Runabout? You, Fix you, it. The, they they should that's what they should do is call the the computer by the the name of the thing it's a, the the yeah, main like part of it Angie's beam us up yeah. or whatever yeah yeah the computer knows Major Barrett's smart like that she can figure it all out hell yeah she's smart as a motherfucker multifaceted with her big ass titties it's a handsome woman she's not it's not a good compliment she could go over the robe for sure yeah she can go through the robe she could be the robe (laughs) she could be the the robe what nothing sounds like a buffalo bob type all right and i will say that we're reviewing this episode because we put it up on twitter uh should we review this or mannequin and i don't think any person voted for mannequin so yes yeah nobody nobody wanted to hear us review mannequin which i was disappointed in they're gonna get it anyway yeah we're (laughs) just gonna we're gonna give it to the next episode is just gonna be the audio from mannequin (laughs) if i could do that and not get sued i'd consider it but yeah so um no mannequin you guys lucked out but that was fun to put up a poll i've never done a poll on twitter before okay i I didn't see it on tweet deck tweet deck won't show polls that's stupid. So, like, uh, you know, anybody whose last name starts with ski, they're gone. Fuck you, Tweet Deck. Exactly. And the if horse you're from you Warsaw, rode. Tweet Deck doesn't care about you. Yep. Yeah. They don't like your fucking. George punk Bush ass. doesn't like black people. <gasps> you guys got too many consonants in your names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slonikowski, I'm looking at you. Let me see if let me see because I didn't check it because it was oh my phone died. Never mind. It was so out of whack that nobody cared about mannequin. Wow, that's yeah, hurtful. Well, the, probably all these damn millennials, and they don't remember the, the beauty that was mannequin. Yeah, but they're watching, but they're listening and following on Twitter uh, uh, a podcast <laughs> that reviews a twenty-five-year-old television show. Well, yeah, because that's on Netflix. Okay, so there were it was one hundred percent. Yeah, nobody <laughs> voted. Thirteen votes. Yeah, which is I'm surprised we got thirteen votes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Because I don't know how these things are going to work when you do polls. That's why I don't like doing stuff like that. Well, you posted it at 7.52 in the morning. So uh, how many people so, are on Twitter at that time? You got to get the peak hours, baby. Uh, yeah, your peak hours, You should for Twitter, you should be posting uh, 1 to 3 in the afternoon. There you go. Oh, really? Eastern one, time. 1 to 3 in the afternoon, Eastern time. 
Yeah, I, I'll send you the chart. Okay. There's a thing that tells you the optimal times. They've people have done uh, science and uh, determined that the best times to post Facebook, Tumblr, all the different social medias. You can't argue with science. Many have tried. Science. Many have failed. You got to respect the science. Got to respect science. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Yeah. I'm a doctor. I'm a science. <laughs> she blinded me with science science well there you go everybody so that's the episode thank you for listening we had a lovely time uh we will talk to you guys i guess uh next week where we will not be reviewing mannequin because you guys are a bunch of dicks i'm just kidding mm. <laughs> <laughs> or just, will we or i just said that I mean, dennis has been very giggly today i like giggly dennis <laughs> So, all right, we'll be back, man. I missed the last episode. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you did though, because it would have been uncomfortable talking about all that white guilt with you around. (laughs) Yeah, you know. I was looking forward to talking about Cisco Unchained. (laughs) Cisco. (laughs) Now I wish you would have been there just for that. Yeah, Star Trek, get out. That's why you're the best. That's why you're the best. All right, everybody, we'll talk to you soon.